Welcome to Intentionality with Paul Kempf, the podcast where we explore the opportunities and possibilities that can be created with a more intentional life. This is episode 14, and the title of this episode is A Passion for People. That's because I have with me the second guest on this podcast, Francois de Vette, the founder of Whamley. Welcome, Francois. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be here. It's wonderful to have you here. Francois, I know you as somebody with a passion for people, mm. passion for HR systems. Mm. You've started the company. Tell us how you came up with the idea of Whamley and what Whamley is all about. Yeah, I think firstly, uh, people often ask, you know, what does Whamley actually stand for? Because it's a bit of a quirky name. Um, and it, it aligns with your question. It, it stands for work family. So um, where it came about, as an industrial psychologist, I spent my entire career to this day helping organizations like FFG hire better people faster. Um, and through the years, it morphed into psychometric assessments, um, all for recruitment purposes. And about four years ago, I, uh, I broke away, started my own business. Um, that's where we met. And at some point, I realized that clients spend hours and hours during interviews. And uh, often when you meet someone within the first five minutes, you know that they don't look like their CV. And now you have to spend that 30, 45 minutes together. And then we decided, well, let's bring tech into that space. Um, so that's where Wamley was born, a, a one-way video interview software company. We've used it before. A fascinating journey. Mm. How has the journey been at Wamley? How are things going mm. at Wamley at the moment? Look, I think, uh, firstly, we started April 2020, and for the audience listening, if you uh, have not blocked that out of your mind yet, because it was such a traumatic experience, that was COVID. So, um, yeah, founded the company in 2020, and, and fast forward, geez, what a journey. Uh, it's been incredible. Um, one, of, one of the things I, I recently mentioned on, a, on another event was that uh, pain is a precursor to growth, and it has been painful, but it's been a beautiful, beautiful journey. It's... Um, it's been filled with ups and downs. It's been filled with investors coming on board, us being in multiple countries, helping thousands of candidates on a daily basis uh, take an interview. Um, it's, it's, it's been a privilege, an adventure and a, and a massive privilege. And it's going well. It's really going well. We, we won Tech Startup of the Year this year, which is, is great. But yeah, we're not done. That's wonderful to hear. Um, I don't think you're just making a difference in companies and the time spent on interviews for companies. I think you're making a difference in the lives of people. Yeah. Helping people to find jobs, yes. to find a reason for being. Yes. Uh, any testimonials you can share with us? Uh, any stories about people that you've helped, people that you have encountered on this journey? Yeah, I think, you know, that's a very valid question because often, you know, you get asked when you start a business, like, what's your why? Like, mm. what is this vision? Yes, we're there to make money and you know to grow it's it's not an ngo but i think behind that sits a, a very deep passion and a why and that is in the slogan you know how do we help uh people uh, in a con country like ours where there's such a high unemployment and um, people don't often get the opportunity to go for an interview and a, a beautiful testimonial i can share is that one day a client phoned us and they said that uh, she wants to show me this this video interview and, and it was a candidate sitting in an informal settlement on a paint bucket, taking an interview on their Huawei phone for a call center role, and this candidate was successful and was appointed. And I often use that story to, to just show that's the why. 
You know, where would this person have been able to afford potentially to travel to an interview with clothes that match the requirements of a, of a typical interview, whereas in the informal settlement, sitting on a paint bucket and got a job. What a wonderful, inspiring story. Thanks mm. for sharing that with us. Yeah, Francois. thank you. What's next for Whamley? What do you have in development? Yeah, I think firstly, our development roadmap is is primarily designed and based off feedback. I think feedback, and uh, this is one of the sayings I live my life by, feedback is a gift. Mm. Um, often people look at feedback as criticism. So, so we are very intentional around listening to our clients and understanding their needs. Uh, there's obviously a strategy behind it. The strategy is with our investors that we, we want to scale, we want to scale fast. We really want to make an impact. I believe there aren't enough South African tech startup stories. And I'm excited to look at the landscape and see that there are now companies popping up. Uh, but we, we definitely have that dream, is, is to scale, to grow, um, and, and to really make a big impact with a beautiful success story. What's next is we'll remain in the hiring space. I don't think we'll venture into other areas of HR and start building tech for mental health or succession or performance or any of these pockets. I think it will remain in how do we help hire better people faster. People often look at that slogan on the website and they go, but this doesn't say anything about video interview. And that was intentional because we want to remain in hiring. And so the next uh, features that will come out will be benefits uh, and additions to helping you hire better people. Fantastic. I love the way you used the word intentional in your answer there. You obviously have uh, listened to one or two of the episodes of my podcast. All of them. It's all about intentionality. Yes. Is there anything else that you can share with us on how intentionality and a more intentional life has contributed to your success, either in Whamley or in your personal life? Um, let me answer first from Whamley, and then potentially we can we can talk about the personal life because uh, there are many layers to that. Um, but seeing as we just spoke about Whamley, I think Whamley, I can share a story with you. So we moved offices this year from Santon to Pretoria. And I, I had a, a dream, a vision that, that Whamley needs to be on the N1 uh, and with a logo in, in a beautiful building. And I set out to be very intentional around creating that. And, you know, one of the other things that I live my life by is that you create the future you want. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that's the, the big aha. We are now on the N1 uh, in, in a beautiful office. But apart from just that, I think Martinus and I both set out to say, this is what we want to achieve. This is our intention. We want to be around how we appoint people, the type of clients that we want to go after, our culture, our values. Everything in Whamley is very intentional. And practically, what does that look like? Uh, a lot of conversations, a lot of sharing, being open to feedback, bringing the team on board. You can imagine moving 17, 18 people from Santon to Pretoria is not an easy thing to do. And I, as the CEO, I could have said, this is what we're doing. But I chose to be intentionally different around how I went about that, bringing people together, creating focus groups, listening, asking for feedback, uh, addressing fears and concerns. So I think, yeah, it's it's not perfect, but uh, definitely a lot of intent behind how we build Whamley. Your office is not far from mine. Yes. I always have a little bit of pride in me when I'm driving on the N1 and I look and I see your building and I see your name on the building. Um, that's a wonderful achievement. Well done on that. Thank you very much. In my previous episode, I shared with the listeners 10 tools that I use in my life to be more intentional. Mm. Is there anything in your personal life that you mm. can maybe share? One or two things that you do intentionally yes. to contribute to your success? Absolutely. Can I 
for a second just frame my mental model of intentionality before I go to practical examples. Please. I think firstly, people often think being intentional is either a personality trait that some people have and some don't. And then the perception is that if I don't have it, I wish I had it. And I think that's fundamentally flawed. I think being intentional starts with, and, and I have, you know, a couple of ideas I'll quickly share. Firstly, do you have goals? You know, a, a, a word like I want or akvol, you know, that's a verb. There's action in there. So whether this is personal goals or career goals or whatever goals you have in your life, it has to start with goals. From there, there needs to be motivation. You know, people often say, I have a fire and, and I can feel that fire. And that fire is intrinsic. There's an intrinsic motivation that, that I don't need from somewhere else. But then there are external factors like family members and loved ones who motivate you, colleagues that you look up to, friends, etc. From there, there's cognition for me. So it, it's not only in your heart, but it's in your head. So there's thoughts, there's problem solving, there's analyzing, there's, there's, there's cognitive processes. And then lastly, there's implementation and feedback. So, um, you know, how do I then go about my daily life, which is the question you'll ask, and I'll answer that in a second. But then there's also feedback that, and awareness that's required. So to answer your question, I, I have a morning routine that I'm very intentional about. The time I wake up, what I do when I'm awake, I meditate, I journal, I read Bible, I go to gym, and then Ilona needs coffee at 6.30. And, <laughs> and that gets repeated. And Paul, when I don't do that, you know, let's say I'm on holiday or over the weekend, I, I literally feel a difference in my life. Mm. So those are like practical things I do in the morning. From an awareness perspective, um, feedback, we, Ilona and I go for walks with the dogs and that's our half an hour for feedback, uh, for, for creating awareness. I often think being intentional requires to stop, to think, to reflect, to get the feedback, to ponder on it and then decide, okay, is there behavioral change required? Do I do less of this? Do I do more of that? I don't think it was intentional, but I think you shared somewhere between five and six of the tools that I actually mentioned in my previous episode right now. The getting up early, the meditation, the journaling, the exercise. Yes. There's a lot of those things that you've implemented very successfully in your life. Yes. The second thing that you did that I really like is um, I had a question around the psychology of intentionality mm. for you. Mm. And you described perfectly how the psychology of intentionality works. Yes. Yes. And then finally, what, what I really appreciate about the way that you described it is you've actually brought the definition of intentionality into your answer. That idea of determined purposefulness and a deliberate action. Yes. Thank you for that. Yes, thank you. Um, there's something else that I wanted to talk about um, that I have experienced with you quite a number of times. Mm. I've seen you talk on stage. I've listened to your podcast. I think you're going to start seasons three shortly yeah. now. And the one thing that really stands out for me about you is your incredible confidence, a confidence you seem to have had from an early age. I want to call it a superpower. I think okay. you've got a superpower of confidence. Thank you. How did that happen? Did it just come naturally? Is it something that you work on regularly? Where do you get your confidence from? Um, I think the, the short answer is I, I have a heart condition. I've had two heart operations. And I'll never forget, it It was a pivotal moment in my life. I was six years old. I sat on my dad's lap. My dad's a doctor. And he explained my condition to the extent you can explain it to a six-year-old. Mm. And he left me with, my boy, you will have two operations in your life. And they are scary and they are open heart surgery. And then my dad said, Francho, you, you need to make a decision. 
you are either going to go through life um, as a as someone who feels sorry for yourself, as someone who might ask questions around why me, or you can decide to live every single day to its full because you don't know how long you've got. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not curable, but it's treatable. But I think there, Paul, an intentional life started for me. And throughout my entire journey, I'm 36 now, I, I can just vividly remember stages in my life, scenarios in my life where I just, I just went for it. I, I, I backed myself and um, at times I failed, but I, I, the intention around the confidence that I want to live every day to the fullest has just been always there, probably since the age of six. Mm. Yeah. Also, that's something I admire about you. I mean, if you look at the success you've reached, if I look at what you've done in sport, one would never even have guessed that you have a heart condition. That is really something I do admire Thank about you. you. Well done on that. Um, Francois, in all of my previous episodes, I share a recommendation, or I call it a tip of the week, Yes, with the listeners. I would love it if you have a recommendation for the listeners today, something that you want to share with them on your intentional journey mm. that has inspired you, that has motivated you in your life. I think I mentioned it earlier, um, create the life you want. Um, so that's not a, a quote or a book, but it's just something that I absolutely live by. I think too often people are stuck in the idea that the world I'm in is not in my control. Um, I'm a devet and this is how we are, or the conditioning around an Afrikaner male or the context of South Africa, or whatever is your surrounding. I think too often we, we just accept that. And, you know, we wish, we dream, we hope, we pray. Uh, that something might or might not change. And I fund fundamentally disagree with that. I, I believe you can create the life you want. Um, and it's not just a feeling or a thought. There are actions and, and you know, we spoke about some of them like meditation, manifestation. Um, I am a deep Christian, but I firmly believe in the power of the brain. I firmly believe in uh, the neuropsychology of creating the experience and feeling the experience before it happens. And that's something that I live by. Well, Francois, thanks for sharing that. Thanks, Paul. It really has been an amazing privilege to have you here on the couch with me. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, Thank your you. wisdom with us. Thank you. Um, continue on this journey. I hope uh, that I can experience everything that you're going with through in your journey with you in the future. And I hope we can do this again someday. Absolutely. I want to say congratulations on starting your podcast. Thank you. Um, it has been awesome to follow and, and to listen. It's a privilege to be here on the couch with you. And let's definitely do this in the future again. Great stuff. Thanks, Paul. So all that's left for today for this podcast is to thank the production team uh, for setting up the studio so that we can do an interview, that we can be here together on the couch. It was really wonderful to also you have you here today, Francois. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you also to FFG for their continued support of this podcast. Uh, I truly believe that this will be a journey where we will create some wonderful memories together. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, please email me at paul at uh, iwpk.co.za. If you like the podcast, please subscribe. Uh, please follow us on social media. Share the links with your family and friends so that we can have an impact on more lives. Congratulations on making the choice of taking this intentional journey with me. Um, may the rest of your week be an amazing, uh, intentional week. Thank you.